Today, I want to talk with you about something I believe is of utmost importance. The subject of this message is so important, it determines the direction of your whole life and is probably the biggest contributor to your success or failure. I want to talk to you about priorities. A priority is a value, a goal, relationship, or cause of leading importance in your life. It's what you live for, what you focus your life on. It's a value that shapes how you live from day to day, moment to moment, for better or for worse. And here's the thing. A priority can either be consciously chosen or it can be set by an outside circumstances or people. And whether you know it or not, your priorities determine what you achieve in your life. Your wins, your losses, even your eternal destiny. So I hope you'll pay attention today. Listen to what God might say to you. I want to read a single verse to you from God's holy word. It spells out my number one priority. It's what I live for and what I try to let direct everything I do. This is why I became a minister. It's been the guiding force in how I've pastored every church I've served for the last 23 years. It's Matthew six thirty-three. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. God is good. I already knew that God was calling me into the ministry before I finished college. Back in my early 20s. I didn't go to college to be a pastor. I was planning to be a textile engineer. It was my plan. But God had a different plan, a better plan. At first, I tried to ignore God's plan. It didn't fit with my vision for my future or for my family. My wife didn't want to be married to a pastor. That was not anything a part of our conversations when we were dating. And I didn't want to give up a promising career as an engineer either. I didn't want to be, I wanted to, I wanted to get a good job, make a lot of money. I wanted to settle down and stay in one community my whole life. So God indulged me. He allowed me to find a job doing exactly what I thought I wanted to do. I graduated college and my first job out of college was a director of quality assurance at a textile mill. It's what I wanted to do as I, you know, when you're in college and you're sort of trying to figure out what you want to do, and it's kind of what I thought, this would be, this is what fits me, this is what I would really like to do, but it's the kind of thing I figured it would take a while to be able to move into, because there's usually only one director, and, um, and they usually keep that job for a long time, so you have to wait for someone to die or retire before you can do that, but I started in that role right out of college. Some crazy company said, we see potential in you, 
we don't have a quality control department, and we want you to start it and build it from scratch. And so that's what I did. But the only catch was it came with a one-hour commute to and from work every day. So I had to get in my car and drive. And, you know, for the first month, it was kind of cool because I could listen to all the songs I loved on the radio. But they play the same songs over and over and over. And after a while, you really get tired of it. And then I started having more time to just think and meditate and pray about my life and what it was all about. And I soon found my 24-year-old self thinking, is this what my life is really going to be? I'm going to spend the rest of my life making the very best towels I can make. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up every day. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to help this company make money. I'm going to help them make good towels. I'm going to help customers be satisfied. You know, I'm going to help the employees be treated fairly. There's a lot of helping going on because that's what I really cared about. I want to help people. And this is what I was going to do through this company. But I don't know, it just seemed like something was missing. Something important was missing. And I thought, you know, I'm going to come to the end of my life. I'm 24 now. I'm going to come to the end of my life. However many God, years God gives me, this is what it's going to have been all about. And it just felt like it was missing something important. So I would work all day to make money for my family. And then I would come home and I would volunteer at church. Because that's what I really loved doing. That's what I really felt called to do. It felt like my real purpose. And it gave meaning to my life. But we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We get to spend it any way we choose. Or, but I found that working full time and then volunteering at church after that and also being married and having a child was exhausting. And I was doing too many things, too many different things. And I was not being effective or fulfilled at any of them. And that's when God's Holy Spirit led me to Matthew 6.33. It was as if God himself were whispering it in my ear. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be given to you as well. And through a season of prayer and discernment, I realized that I needed to reorder my life. I need to reorder my priorities. And from this Verse, Matthew 6.33, I found that it states my purpose and my number one priority. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and, you will, and he will give you everything you need. And so from this priority, I began to reevaluate and reorder my life and to make sure that everything I do, as much as I can help it, supports the top priority of my life. The most dramatic effect of that was that I decided to leave my career in engineering and to become a United Methodist pastor. 
I officially answered the call to be a minister in 1999, and it took me nine more years to fully complete the process to become a fully ordained minister in the United Methodist Church. I served churches while I was going through that process, going to seminary and and going through the ordination process. So I've been serving churches since December of 2000. All along the way, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, has been my guiding priority. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will take care of everything else. And he adds, my life is not perfect. My family is not perfect. But I have no regrets and no doubts. And I know that we are aiming for the right target. Sometimes we hit the bullseye and sometimes we miss. But at least we're pointing in the right direction. For a Christian, a person who follows Jesus Christ as Lord, God's kingdom should be our top priority. But there are other priorities that guide our lives as well. Some other priorities might be your family, your health, your career, your hobbies, making money, getting recognition. There are a lot of things that you could list that you would find to be, if you're honest with yourself, these are things that you find to be important. Most of us have more stuff competing for our attention than we know what to do with. We rarely take time to evaluate our priorities. We just let life happen. A door opens and we walk through it. We never take the moment to stop to think, did I need to go through that door? It just opened and I walked through it. Was it the right door to go through? Because if I walked through that door, I might have missed another one that was over there that would have been better. And outside forces set priorities for us. Your boss tells you what to do, and you do it, if you want to keep your job, right? Or the company you work for. They have goals, and you strive to fulfill the company's goals for them. Marketing companies spend billions of dollars every year to tell you what you should buy. And you buy it. And the social customs of our broken and falling society shapes what we think is important. And we just accept it because, I mean, if everybody believes it, it must be right. Often we think our priorities are one thing, but our lives show they are something else. Here are some ways to determine what are your real priorities. What do you dream about? What do you dream about? You think about your life in five years. You think, that's what I want. That's what I want. And what do you make plans for? You, you scheme or you, you sit down and you think, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and then that's going to happen. Or what do you worry about? Some people say, well, I'm not really a worrier. 
but you are if it's certain things, right? Because that's what's important to you. A priority is something that you think about a lot. And how do you spend your money? Taylor Swift was all over in the news a few months ago. Do y'all remember that? (laughs) For about the high price of her concert tickets. Tickets were originally between $49 and $449. But because they sold out so fast, people started reselling them. And the average resale cost of the tickets was $1,605 to go see Taylor Swift. I don't know if you would pay that much to go see a concert or not. But you would pay $1,000 for something. What would you pay $1,000 for? What would you pay $10,000 for? That tells you a lot about what's really important to you. You're willing to spend that kind of money on it? You wouldn't do it if it wasn't important. In fact, if you go through your bank statements for the last year and figure out what all you spend your money on, it will reveal a lot about what your real priorities are. Jesus said it in Holy Scripture, Matthew 6, 21. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. A priority is something you spend your money on. How do you spend your time? I thought about this a lot recently. When I was in college, money was real tight, right? Probably it is for most people when you're young in your 20s. And, you know, hopefully you start, you get older, you make a little more and it starts to change. But when I was in college, I had a lot more time than money. That's not to say I wasn't busy. I certainly was. But I was young and full of energy. I could stay up until 3 in the morning and get up at 6. You know? As you get older, at least for me, now that I'm older, money is not as scarce. Time seems much more valuable to me. I'd rather spend a little more money to save a little time, right? Because time is more valuable to me now than money. Time is valuable. You can always make more money. You can never make more time. A priority is something you spend your time on. Because if it's important enough to you that you're going to devote your time to it, then you can say, yeah. You can say it's important to you all day long until you're blue in the face. But if you don't invest your time in it, You might be lying to yourself. A priority is something you think about, something you spend your money on, something you spend your time on. Now, I promised you at the beginning of this message that it was of utmost importance, that the subject of this message is so important, it determines the direction of your whole life. And it is probably the biggest contributor to your success or your failure. If you feel like you just can't win, you just can't seem to succeed, no matter how hard you try, there's a good chance you're not focusing on your real priorities. 
You want this, but you're doing that. And you may need to change your actions or change your priorities so that they are in line with each other. If you feel unfulfilled, like your life just doesn't have much meaning, what's it all about? Am I really making any difference? Chances are, maybe a problem in your priorities. God has given us all a purpose, a reason for being. See, God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make accidents. He doesn't make junk. He makes things on purpose. He made you on purpose for a reason. You're here for a reason. But if you're living for something else, whether it is intentionally or unconsciously, you're not going to feel very fulfilled because you're chasing the wrong thing. And you can chase it hard. You can even succeed at it. You can spend your whole life succeeding at the wrong thing. And you can be the best of the best of the best at the wrong thing. And you will feel empty inside. Like you wasted the time you had. But there is nothing more powerful than a person who knows their priorities and intentionally lives them out. It's like the difference between a soft glowing light bulb and a laser. Both just made a light. But one is, focuses all over the place and one's focus is right there. And it will cut through metal. A laser is just a light that is extremely focused. Most people just sort of wander through life with little or no direction or intention or focus. And they come to the end having made little difference. Or at least maybe they did make a difference, but it wasn't the impact that they could have made. But if you figure out what you're supposed, why you're supposed to be here and you intentionally order your priorities to match your purpose, you'll be like a laser. What is it? July the 16th? Got halfway through the summer, something like that. We've got a few more weeks. Maybe you need to spend some time the rest of the summer evaluating your priorities. What do you think about? What do you spend your money on? What do you spend your time on? And do these things line up with what you think are your priorities? And what, do you, what about what God thinks? Are your priorities what you think God wants for you? Do you think your priorities and your goals are more important or more valuable than what God wants for you? He made you. He designed you. He gave you your abilities, your quirks, your uniqueness, even the deep desires that you have inside. And He did it on purpose. And now... You can strive 
for his plan, a plan that fits you like a glove, or you can chase after your own selfish desires, which always somehow feel out of place, like they just don't fit. I can't tell you the answers that's specific to you, but I can tell you that if you get your priorities in line, it'll change everything. Father God, I thank you for letting us have this time with you today. I pray your word speaks to each one of us, specifically to us as individuals. Show us what we can do to align our lives more fully with Christ, to seek his kingdom above all else. For God, you said if we'll do that, all of the other things will fall into place. May it be so, Lord, in the name of Christ. Amen. Thank you.